Don't look back because the market is closed. Good Friday afternoon, everybody. Kip Herridge here with the Daily VRA Investing Podcast. Uh, better day today after yesterday's minus 1,800 point loss in the Dow Jones. Better than 7%, 7% losses. Kind of a reminder of what happened back in March so three or four times and some ugly, ugly days. Good to see the recovery bounce today. Dow Jones finishing up 477 points. We were up as much as about 825, so we gave up roughly 350 points of those gains early this morning. But still, could have been a lot worse. Uh, NASDAQ went negative. S&P 500 went negative uh, just after lunch today. So good to see a rally back into the close. But we are concerned. We, we are seeing signs that this, call it what you want to, into the bear market rally, uh, end of the corrective move higher, which took the markets 48% higher in just about two months. We're seeing signs that that move is very looking very tired. Um, I'll cover that more in just a moment with you. But, you know, just think about these last four months. On February 21st, this is the day before coronavirus insanity kicked off, okay? February 21st, the Dow Jones was trading over 29,000, just over 29,000. One month later, the Dow had collapsed 37%, 18,200. What is that? Almost 11,000 points lost in, in, in really just under a month. Unprecedented, right? Never happened before. Now, in just under two months, the Dow had gained 48%. This is on Wednesday. Of course, we've given up a little bit since then. But the Dow gained 48% into Wednesday, all the way back to 27,000 on the Dow Jones. And then yesterday's 1,800-point loss in the Dow Folks, this has been a twilight zone market. Jekyll and Hyde completely. And really, we saw it again today in the internals. Uh, you know, look, we, we follow this stuff pretty closely. This is what we do for a living, have for 35 years. Never in my career have we seen a market like this. It's un- it is unprecedented action. Yesterday's 1,800-point drop brought with it the worst internals on record, according to some of the intraday measures like tick. And the fact we had one S&P 500 stock that was higher on the day yesterday. We had 98% downside volume on New York Stock Exchange. We didn't have that at all this year. So yesterday's readings were some of the worst, if not the worst, in history. Uh, and uh, the quants were out this morning saying, you know what, here, here, here's what happens after a huge decline like yesterday. And it's expected for the markets to go up on the next day. The concern really for us is what's going to happen next. We are concerned about the economy. We are concerned that this move is much too far too fast. We are concerned about groups that are clearly, clearly experiencing bear market rally. Look at retail. Look at banks. These are all stocks, but in sectors, by the way, that are still below their 200-day moving average. Some of these couldn't even get close to 200-day moving average, like the airlines and, uh, well, casino stocks. These groups have been destroyed. And, and now they reached uh, extreme overbought. So, again, this is how these rallies and these reversals take place. The, the, the groups that get hit the worst are the last to move higher. Then they catch a, a serious uh, head of steam. And then they peter out. And that typically takes the market down with it. Frankly, that, that's where we think we are now. The next four months, five months, pretty crazy. Think about what's happened the next five months. Obviously, the big one, the election. Uh, what else we got happening? Now we've got potential second wave of coronavirus. Uh, but you know what? We didn't think much about the first wave. 
we were called surprised by that. We're not going to let that happen again. So it is something we have to keep an eye on. And, of course, we've got the markets at extreme overbought. That's always a dangerous sign. And, of course, you've got the sell in May and go away, which is true. I mean, it, it is a real thing. The vast majority of the market's gains uh, come during the period of October to May. Uh, you don't typically want to be in the markets during this time frame. So there are a lot of reasons uh, that these markets could be weak, in the uh, at least over the short term. And that, that's really how we're starting to uh, position our folks now. We do have some short positions in place right now for that. Um, let's take a look under the hood here. Again, plus 40, 477 on the Dow. Uh, uh, Russell 2000, which got hit 8% yesterday, got back 2.3% of that today, up 31 points. The NASDAQ was a laggard. Again, again, not what you want to see. NASDAQ, semis, the Qs uh, lagged the market today. That's not been the case here. Most of this uh, uh, move higher. NASDAQ did finish up 1% today after being down as much as about 80 points. It was a good reversal to see, uh, closing at 95.88. Remember, we just did, it just uh, hit over over 10,000 on the NASDAQ on Wednesday. Uh, so it's as usual, it's uh, elevator up, escalator down. And uh, let's see, where did the, uh, yeah, semis down, uh, excuse me, semis only up 7 tenths of 1%. So we're seeing some lagging action there. Uh, Monday's action will be important, but at least we got a good smart money close today. The market did rally. That's a positive into the close going into weekend. The last thing you want to see is the market sell off another 500,000 points or worse going into a weekend. That gets people anxious and, and uh, gets them to hitting the sell buttons on their 401ks and their mutual funds and ETFs come Monday. Let's look at the internals today. Again, uh, Better. This is what we are telling our folks today. This after yesterday's sell-off and the hideous internals, today's action was far, far better. Uh, advanced decline. I mean, again, heckle, uh, Jekyll and Hyde market uh, on the New York Stock Exchange. We had a eighty-eight percent upside volume day today. I mean, it's just crazy, crazy. Again, back to back, ninety percent upside volume days on Friday and Monday. Uh, then yesterday's minus 97, 98% downside volume day, now 88% upside today. Again, uh, unprecedented. I mean, that is the word just because it's, it's just never happened before. Uh, this is what happens when central banks control the markets. I guess we should get used to that. And then advanced decline, uh, again, good numbers, real good numbers. We're talking about four and a half to one positive. NASDAQ, uh, three to one positive on volume. NASDAQ, almost what is that? Uh, yeah, right at three to one positive there as well. So 52-week highs to lows were solid as well. That gives us the trifecta of positives in the internals. And again, if you're bullish, that is what you want to see. In our sector watch today, nine of 11 sectors finished higher today. The hottest sector today was real estate, up 3%, which is good to see. Rates are spiking a little bit today. You got the 10-year back to right at uh, seven-tenths of 1%. Uh, maybe that's a sign that the economy is gathering a little bit of steam here. Financials like higher rates. Financials, again, still well below the 200-day. We still think this is a bear market rally in the financials, but they were up 3% today. And energy up $2 and, uh, excuse me, 2.7% today, even though oil has taken a bit of a breather here. Let's take a look at our commodity watch. Oil again today, up fractionally, closing at 36.41 a barrel. Uh, gold and silver have taken a little bit of breather today. We think this is a coiled spring. This is the action, certainly in gold. 
a kind of a coiled spring where gold has been trading in the $1,700 to $1,750 an ounce range pretty much, pretty tightly in that range for a while. We think the next move is going to be an explosive move out. We are looking past $2,000 an ounce, much like, most likely much higher than $2,000 an ounce in gold this year. As you've been listening to us, you notice how we're heavily positioned in precious metals, physical precious metals, gold and silver, and certainly the miners. That's where the leverage is. They tend to move about three to one uh, better than the, uh, the, the gold and silver do. Again, gold today closing at 1738, pretty much flat on the day. Silver closing right now, it's trading at 1760 an ounce, down about 28 cents an ounce. But again, it's had a very good run over the last uh, month and a half or so. Finally today, Bitcoin, uh, which of course, as you may know, we first recommended here at $2,000. Uh, Bitcoin now trading at $94.15, up 140 We continue to like it as well. Folks, hope you, hope you had a good week, an even better weekend, and uh, we look forward to seeing you again here after the close on Monday. Bye-bye.